By the way, our buddy uh, TC will be here in an hour. He'll join us for some hot topics. Right now, news brought to you by the YMCA. Man, TC and I are about to nerd out before we go on air because he is a fan of the show Ozark. Right. I'm a fan of the show Ozark, and we both now are caught up watching the first half of season four, which was released on Friday, which overtook Archive 81, the show that was helped create, helped produced, I believe it was. It was either the, the concept, the creation of it, or produced by a gal who went to Shadle Park. Very cool tie-in to Spokane with that show Archive 81, but yeah. it is no longer number one on Netflix because Ozark is a very popular show on that streaming service, and when a new season of that comes out, it, it kind of takes the top spot. But Archive 81 still there, still right there. I believe it dropped only to number two. So still success from somebody from Spokane in Los Angeles, which we love. We cheer for that. I don't know, by the way, whether TC was excited or shocked, angry. Might have to ask him because he, he said, you, you watch Ozark, right? And I said, no, I've never seen it. And his initial reaction, how would you describe it? You saw it. I thought it was shocking. I think he I think he was stunned. And then yeah. he, and then he was like, "Oh, but now I can get you into this cuz you're going to love it." It's man that show's real intense. It's real intense. And and I really love it. I really love it. I I do not think it is it is in the list of my top 5 favorite shows of all time, maybe not even top 10. I okay. really love it. I will watch again when season 4 part 2, the finale, the final 7 episodes come out. I'll watch them that weekend. That's how much I like it. But there's part of me, Jay, with that show where it's very intense and a family finds themselves in a bad situation and right. they have to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But the show snowballs almost too intensely for me where they get out of a bad situation only to find themselves in a worse situation. Gotcha. And then they get out of the worst situation only to find themselves in an even worse situation. Well, they need to figure it out. But they the, just seem to be clueless. Right. But then the good news, Jay, is that that even worse situation, they find their way out of. They get out of that. Oh, spoiler alert. Only oh, no. to find themselves oh, for the in a superbly worse situation. What are they doing? Which, spoiler, they get out they of. They find their way out which of. Which is great news until yeah. they realize now oh, they are gosh. in one of the worst situations that a human being could ever be in, which they get out of to find themselves in a worse situation. So that part huh. gets a little bit wild. Very dire. But it's I watched... All the episodes, and I really love it. Okay. And I was dying to talk to TC about it yesterday. Our buddy Dalton caught up on it. I was dying oh, to talk to him about it. So it's it's a very interesting show. It is not for children. Not family friendly. Not even mm -hmm. in any way. There's okay. not... I don't know that 10 minutes of that show are family friendly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't think you could find a 10-minute window where you said, I feel comfortable watching this with kids. Maybe Blippi. Blippi does Ozark. Blippi is... <laughs> You know what? Judging by how this season went there, sometimes I kind of wish that Blippi's TV show ended up on Ozark because we wouldn't see it anymore. Uh, I, <laughs> the Blippi TV show would be I, buried in someone's yard somewhere. I've only watched uh, one clip of Blippi. I, I don't have any need to watch Blippi. And it was the one you sent, I oh, believe, welcome. in a, a text thread welcome, about Blippi as a plumber. And I was very concerned because he had a lot of chemicals underneath the sink I was concerned about. I didn't know yeah. that they didn't seem safe. They were very, very colorful. And a Blippi doll and a dinosaur. And a dinosaur. And then Blippi took a hammer and started pounding on the tubing. And I, at that point, was very nervous that Blippi was teaching kids to use a hammer underneath the sink and going to cause a problem. And it was weird because that is where I went to... When I went to YouTube to try to figure out how to fix my shower. 
Yeah, that, that that probably didn't work. I was like, I know Olivia. My daughter has seen an episode of Blippy where he is a plumber. So why not learn from the best? Uh-huh. And I did. I took my hammer to the thing, which is probably what got me that's a problem, into yeah. the problem in the first place. Yeah, okay, so Fran Green is a licensed clinical social worker and the author of The Secret Rules of Flirting. Oh, wow. Telling you that flirty texts are the perfect low-pressure way to shoot your shot. That's right. To take your chance with that that guy or gal you've been eyeballing, you've been mm. thinking about. Valentine's Day is coming up, and you want to try to send that little message to win over the person on Valentine's Day. And Jay, I've got to tell you, I looked okay. through these texts. All right. And I mean, she's the she's the queen of what <laughs> whatever it was the the it, the well, great title licensed clinical social worker uh-huh. and author of the secret rules of flirting yeah secret rules of flirting okay fran green oh franny okay i looked at these text messages and i thought this is i'm out of touch I, this is how i know i'm out of touch because you you don't believe them because i've got to imagine if i sent one of these messages <laughs> to my wife before we were dating yeah I, guess what i would not have right now probably wouldn't have children not have two kids right I would not have a house with my wife. I would not have just now, received a text message from her, which I'm avoiding opening because it's 8.06, which means uh, something's wrong. I dare you. So I'm just going to leave that phone over there. Yep. So what if you tried it? What if you like maybe twisted it a little bit and tried it this morning? <laughs> well, they've got three categories. Okay. Uh, if you know, if they know, you've got major hard eyes. So if the person you're texting knows you have an interest in them, but oh. you haven't made that move. All right. If you are looking for a little more. They've got that category. Oh, yeah. I see your friends or we're maybe... Gonna, yeah. We're going to avoid that category. Okay. Because I can't read... This is just like Ozark. None of those I Yeah, can. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they don't know, you're crushing on them. Right? So they've got that category oh, as well. Wow. Where this is okay. kind of maybe your friends, but they don't have any clue that you're ah. liking them. And you could send this text. It's February 14th, and I might as well tell you, I think you're cute. What? <laughs> what? That's that's the one you're supposed to send if you want a little bit real. more of a relationship. Jay, these are real. Roses are red, violets are blue, and I just wanted to let you know I kind of have a crush on you. I mean, better than the first one. I know. It's, this is a text they say to send to someone if they do not know you have a crush on them. Okay. I know it's been a while since we talked, but I've been thinking about you lately. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. If I sent that to my wife, <laughs> the next text I sent would not go through because I would have been blocked. Blocking. Uh, if they know you have hard eyes for them, uh-huh. you can send some of these. These are recommended. Okay. They know that you like them. There's been an established sort of relationship. Think about sending this. I just want everyone to think about sending this text message. And I don't under. This is a, a perfect I don't understand kids. Cupid called. He wants his arrow back. <laughs> There's no way. There's literally no way anybody's sending that, and there's no way they're sending it successfully. This and that's one, like a dad joke. You, comma, me, comma, V-Day, question mark, LMK, which is short for let me know. Oh, for the love. <laughs> they're not going to let you know. Yeah. I just can't imagine these are real. In the spirit, oh, wait, hang on. You're sweeter than chocolate is a real thing they want you to send. You're sweeter than chocolate. You're, you're sweeter than chocolate. Chocolate. Mm. I can't stop so thinking creative. about what this is a real text they say to send if you know if they know you've got a crush on them. I can't stop thinking about what it would be like to kiss you. Oh gosh. I I, I want to tell you this everybody. 
And again, parents, you may have kids who have somehow found their way onto the internet and are figuring out what the author of The Secret Rules of Flirting is throwing Mm -hmm. out there as ideas. I I would love for you at your family breakfast to sit down and just have (laughs) one of those parenting moments that says, hey, kids, you may have found this article. You may have been listening to The Jay and Kevin Show and heard some things. I need to see everyone's phones. And I will be taking these until February 15th. Thank you. What was that last one? I'm going to send it to my wife. I can't stop thinking about kissing you. I can't stop thinking about what it would be like to kiss you. Oh, that's going to seem weirder, though, coming from me. Well, I could send you, if you would like the the uh, forbidden messages that I did not read, I could send you some of those. (laughs) And I will tell you this, if you thought some of the ones I read would get you blocked, well, we've got the auto blocks. Hidden in there. And if your kids are sending these ones, you take their phone until February 15th, 2080. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think those are going to work. I don't think maybe she self-appointed, self-anointed expert. Yeah. I mean, it has a book. If you have a book, you do get a little bit of cred if you have a book. I mean, what is the it? Secret like Rules of Flirting. Ten pages long? Yeah. <laughs> How to get blocked. You're sweet. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Did you gain weight over the holidays? Yes or no? Kevin James. No. You didn't gain any weight over the holidays? No. Not a mm-hmm. lick. Mm-hmm. Not a pound. Not an ounce. Do you do yours in ounces? I do. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. All right. I'm very excited. What'd you do? Wait, we were all excited because we were going to have uh, our guest on, and then you what'd you do? I owe somebody the biggest apology. I panicked when I called Kenny. Okay. I couldn't hear him when he answered the phone. Oh, okay. I put him on hold at the last second right. and said, hang on, bud. Like he's... Who says that to one of their best buds? Well... You yeah. don't just say, hey, hang on, bud. I haven't talked to you on the phone for a while. Hang on, bud. Well, maybe he understands. No way. I mean, he's pretty understanding. That was... Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Kenny. Hey guys, I understand. Sorry, bud. I mean, you, <laughs> it does sound worse now that you say Who it like says that. Says that. Well, hang he, on, bud. He understands how the show works. He's been in the studio. He knows sometimes you're at limited time and you're rattled and you're trying to get things done and you just go, "Hang on, bud." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. There's a clock ticking in his brain, and he has if, if he has to say something a little dismissive to me, I get it. Sorry, Beef. I, I apologize for that. We've been trying to get Dr. Kenny Beefus on the radio for a while now because. We had huge volcano news, I think, two weeks ago, maybe longer, maybe three weeks ago, and have yet to ask our good doctor, lead volcanologist of the Jay and Kevin show, Dr. Kenny Beefus, about the volcano. Yeah, we got to talk about it, boys. What happened? Well, there was a volcanic eruption in the South Pacific, so like near Fiji, and it was big. It was big enough to where like... The whole world noticed. Well, you know, it's funny. I was at the gym yesterday, and I was, I was talking to people at the gym, and someone mocked me and said, hey, what's new in the world of rocks? Oh, right? no. This happens a lot. Wow. Yeah, do you believe people do that to me? No, I actually can't, I was, bud. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, bud. So I said, well, you know what happened. There was a big earthquake. Everyone in the world knows about it. And you guys, not a single person in the gym knew about it. No, really? Kenny, that's not real. That's real. It was six people. <laughs> I asked all, like, all six were standing there with me. And they said, no, I heard something about Russia and Ukraine. Oh, jeez. So anyway, <laughs> the volcano was huge to the science community, but limited maybe in Waco, Texas. Okay, well, yeah. it was interesting because we were getting notifications here in Spokane, Washington, 
that the West Coast was on watch for big, huge waves coming their way. Yeah, exactly, right? It made tsunamis. Yeah. And the tsunami that hit the West Coast, how, how big was it in Washington? I don't, I don't recall seeing any big damaging stories, Kenny, which was a concern because, of course, when this goes off, and if you saw the footage of it or the pictures on the Internet, I mean, it looked like a bomb. It looked like a bomb went off yeah. in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. It was the biz- biggest explosion ever recorded. Really? Like, so bigger than the, like, you know, they, they made these devices to test explosions back during the Cold War when we and the Russians were detonating eight atomic bombs. Mm-hmm. And so this explosion was bigger than the biggest one of those. Wow. And Wait, that's wh- actually big. Like, that was, yeah, very big. Kenny, how, okay, how nervous, how nervous does something like this, how nervous should people get about something like this? Uh, I think the nervous should actually go up. Yeah, I don't know, like, what level, zero to ten, but these can be big events that end up hurting a lot of people. And I don't know if the news, like, I don't know how many people were killed or hurt by this, right? And that's the first thing you always have to talk about right? before you get, like, all wowed by the science or the explosion of it all. But what's wild is maybe the warning systems worked. Or maybe maybe we just haven't heard the news because communication systems broke. But it looks like there's very few fatalities. That's good news. I saw, I was yeah. looking at the satellite imagery of it just now, and I thought to myself, whoa. And then I feel like I would also be the guy who would then go, huh, I wonder what's next on Twitter. Like it would just move on, right? move on immediately. Yeah, you just go, whoa, that's crazy. And then go, oh, well, geez, look at this on Twitter. Hmm. Yeah, my Twitter for the last nine days has just been like obsessed with this. Because I follow a bunch of geo people. Yeah, of course. So all these geologists are posting, can you believe it? Can you believe it? As new little bits of data trickle out. It's really interesting. I was very interested in it. Of course, we were very concerned when you started to get warnings that tsunami waves are coming. Yeah. We don't, you know, we're not scientists. We don't understand all of this. But we've seen movies. And immediately, of course, Hollywood then paints the picture for what is science to our brains. And that's a scary thing. It's not what we yeah. should be thinking. I think the West Coast tsunamis might have been like, six inches or a foot they were like very very small changes in sea level but waves as big as 50 feet hit some of the islands oh my God. near the volcano that is well, that's insane well we we apologize for keeping you off the airways for so long i mean we are, we need to do a better job of getting you on quickly and i feel bad because we haven't talked about this yet either and you you mentioned this to us a few weeks ago so i just wanted to keep up on it you are a professor at the university of baylor and a geologist down there, and I, I know you had told us that Baylor was ranked higher than Gonzaga. How is that going right now? Oh, yeah, this is actually really important. Baylor has lost two games. Mm-hmm. We are now ranked, I don't know, somewhere in the top ten. Four. There are chinks in the armor. There's a chance that Gonzaga is better than Baylor this year. What? Oh, I heard it. We That's heard official. it here first. Wow. We heard it here first. And wow. then I also have to ask you, Dr. Beefus, uh, you are also the commissioner and and league owner of our Wordle League. And I want to know what the stress has been like, what the pressure has been like to run a Wordle League. Uh, the yoke the yoke is light. You know, one of the things, you know, Jay and Kevin, <laughs> that, that Sean is good at, you guys have seen this over the years, is he makes games out of nothing at all. Yes, he does. Right? And that's something that I value in Sean, and that's something that I like to do too. And so I saw this opportunity to take Wordle up a notch, and... We created a little point scoring system for Sean, me, and a couple of the other friends. And right now, we're in the first season. Each season takes 10 days, right? That's arbitrary. I made it up, and I can do that because I'm the commissioner. And uh, I love guess this. what position Sean's in? 
I'm going to say, out of 10, I'm going to say he's sixth. And he is, you know, he's in last place. Oh, thank you, wow. Kenny. Wow, Kenny. Thank that you, Kenny, is for letting everybody know. I got a negative point today. Uh, I, I appreciated Kenny doing this because he's right. I do try to make a lot of games. It wow. has been fun to not have to do anything but play. All I'm doing is playing, and I'm playing terribly. And I think that was my realization of why I make the games. Yes. So then when I'm in last place, I can say, well, it's hard because I'm running it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't have that excuse now. I just stink at it. Also, you usually make games you're good at because you're <laughs> making the game. I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm holding on to my collusion. I do think there's maybe some cheating going at the upper upper tier with my little brother, with our buddy Scott. I do think there might be some some tomfoolery, but I, I'm, I I'm holding on to that for now until I really need to go all in on the commish. Hmm. Hey, so Kev's not around, huh? I haven't heard his voice yet. He's on vacation. Ah, frick! I love talking to Kevin. Yeah, I do too. I do too. If only you had his phone number. I do too. Kenny, you are the absolute (laughs) best. We'll give you. How about we just text Kenny Kevin's phone number so he can just start blowing Kevin's phone up right now? (laughs) Kevin would like that, I'm sure. Oh man, yeah, Facebook's not enough for me. Yeah, Uh, Doctor Beefus, we love you. Thank you for the heads up on the volcano stuff, man. Yep. Adios, boys. See you, buddy. See you, bud. Sorry, thanks, bud. Blew it. In Kevin's show, Jay Daniels. What octagon-shaped sign was originally black and white? Kevin James. Uh, yield? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. All right, it is beat the show time. We are going to play for a qualification for a very cool staycation. All you have to do is beat me and beat the show today, and it's very, very simple. Breaking your fast is the category. Hi, Russ. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. Very, very good, sir. Uh, is it snowing where you are? A little bit. Okay. No big deal, though, right? Just a little flurry activity. A little dusting. Yeah, okay. All right, well, let's see how we do. It is uh, Breaking the Fast. Slim has made the questions, and I, you're going to have to challenge me today in the trivia. So I wish you the best of luck, sir, and I will be back in 80 seconds enough, Slim. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. And I will tell you, Russ, the last question is a closest two. So the last question is going to be looking for a number, and whoever gets closest will get the point. Here we go. We start with this question right here, Russ. What company makes Eggos? Uh, Kellogg. Which came first, Fruity Pebbles or Lucky Charms? Fruity Pebbles. What restaurant? At what restaurant could you order a Grand Slam? Vinny. Within ten, what percent of Americans ate breakfast daily in 2021? Sixty percent. Which was more common? Which was a more common breakfast in 2021? Cereal, yogurt, or a bagel? Cereal. Who t- who is typically credited with introducing donuts to the world? The French, the Americans, or the Dutch? French. How many calories? This is whoever's closest. How many calories are in an egg McMuffin? Three hundred and twenty. Okay. 
You got all. You got through all of them. Nicely done. I'm gonna signal Jay to get back in here. Nicely done. That. I mean, that is how you work through seven trivia questions well, right he, there. He didn't even use all the time. No, didn't need it. Didn't need it. Just went through, gave answers, and played the game very well today. Did Russ? We'll right. see Jay how you do with the same exact seven questions. Best of luck. Stand by, Russ. What company makes Eggos? Uh, Kellogg's. Which came first, Fruity Pebble, Fruity uh, Pebbles, egg. or Lucky Charms? Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, probably Lucky Charms. At what restaurant could you order a Grand Slam? Uh, that's Denny's. Within ten, what percent of Americans ate breakfast daily in 2021? Oh boy, uh, thirty. Which was more common? Which was a more common breakfast in 2021? Cereal, yogurt, or a bagel? Oh, boy. Uh, I'll say a bagel. Who is typically credited with introducing donuts to the world? The French, the Americans, or the Dutch? Well, there's the French cruller, so I feel like that's the French. I'll say wee oui, wee. Oui. How many calories, and this is a closest to, how many calories are in an Egg McMuffin? Uh, 300? Okay. I had, They're not a, that big, I had to right? put a closest to it at the end. I told Russ this. I forgot to tell you that at the end because I thought we could get in a situation where if you guys are both red hot on breakfast, we might need that tiebreaker. Yeah. And I was going to just flip a coin for it, but that has been getting bad press this week. So we are going to, we had to do that, <laughs> settle it that way. Let's see how we did. What company makes Eggos? You both knew this. It is Kellogg's and it's one to one. Lego Mago. Which came first, Fruity Pebbles or Lucky Charms? We had different answers here. Russ went with Fruity Pebbles, Jay went with Lucky Charms. Fruity Pebbles, 1971. Lucky Charms, 1964. Lucky oh. Charms just edging out Fruity Pebbles. I had his two to one now, Jay in the lead. You both knew Denny's is where you get the Grand Slam, so three good. to two, so Jay good. in the lead. Russ tied it up here, though. What percentage of Americans ate breakfast daily in 2021? 54%, which oh, seems wow. wild to me. That's a big number. I'm surprised. And Russ said 60. He was within 10. Jeez, Russ. He has now tied the game three to three. Which was a more common breakfast in 2021? Russ gave me the most common breakfast in 2021. Cereal. Cereal was the really? most Still, common huh? breakfast in 2021. There's a lot of it. Yeah. And it's four to There's three. There's a lot of kids out there. Yeah. Four to three. Russ in the lead. Who typically credit? Who is typically credited with introducing donuts to the world? You both said the French. It was the Dutch. The Dutch get credit for that magical, magical donut. Aren't they wearing clogs and stuff? How do they make donuts? It's a great question. And and they just like that's a grapes. four... It's a 4-3 lead going into the final question for, for Russ. How many calories are in an Egg McMuffin? He went 320, you went 300. Jay, you were the reason Russ did not beat the show today because oh. it is 288. Oh, Russ. 288 calories. Jay, you were within 12. You were closer. Wow. You finished the game 4-4, four to four, and Russ is that stinking close to beating the show. What are we going to do about this? Yeah, I'm qualified. for the Dutch. <laughs> you stuck on Dutch anyway. You know what? Slim's in a mood, so he's uh, he's going to qualify you anyway, and we're going to go ahead and qualify an additional listener as well for the staycation. It's just got a guy he is. He's, he's been in a good mood all day. He bought his friend Dalton a, a Monster Energy drink this morning. He's he's just been – he's a giver. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. 
What? You called your friend Kenny? You reached out? You've been full of good ideas today? I do love Dr. Beefus. He needed the phone call. He's bored today. It's his off day at Baylor. Oh, jeez. Uh, where he sits there and the football players come in and ask him volcano questions. Yeah, That's looks what like, he told me he was looks doing. Looks like for the team, on the basketball team, a lot of off days. Anyway, so let's go ahead and qualify you, Russ. You also want to give me a number and we can qualify somebody else, please? Uh, seven. Seven it is. Let's do it. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The Big 99.9 Coyote Country. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Still haven't gotten the Coyote Country app. It's okay. We still have it there for you. All you have to do is just simply go search it. Search Coyote Country and you will find it. And it's free for you. It's fun to take it with you. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. All right. Stat of the day time brought to you by the Spokane Boat Show. I have got a list of the top five things people are saying are the... Little things people do at a grocery store that drive people the most crazy. Little things people do at the grocery store that drive people the most crazy. Leave your shopping cart in the middle of the aisle. Leave your... Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I believe it's in here. I believe it's in here. Number five. Okay. It's in there with blocking the aisle with your cart. Blocking the aisle, yeah. So it's got the leaving it there or blocking it. Where you like put your cart there and yeah. you're looking on the side? Yeah, that's number five, Jay. Uh, is number that five. also that would still be like talking to people? I imagine so. Anytime where blocking. you're blocking an yeah. aisle, I'm gonna say your body counts as well. I mean, too many in the uh, in the self check. Okay, let's see. Too many items. Uh, you know what? Not on there. That okay. might be a big thing. That might be a big thing. Not a little thing. That might be a I big see. thing. Yeah, Over but bringing too many things to talking on your phone. Jay, loud, that loud should be on there. It drives on me crazy. Number four, do you do this? Leave the checkout counter to grab another item. No, no. I mean, that if there's me. two of us, me. yes, I've done that. But we we haven't done that in forever. So I th- I don't know that that's still a thing because a lot of times you can't get back out of the check aisle or you're self-checking or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I've done it before, but it's been This is a bothersome years. thing because, number three, leaving the line to grab another item. No. So you're in line. Yeah. You tell someone, I got to go get something. I'll be right back. And then you come back and oh, expect boy. to get back in the line. That's number three. Eh. No. Not when you're by yourself. I I, I don't think you can do that one. Uh, cutting in line, number two. Cutting yeah. in line? Cutting in well, line yeah. should be number one. That's also not that's, a little thing to me. That's rude. That's a big thing. But here was the interesting thing. The number one little thing people do that causes a big hubbub is leaving your cart in the parking lot. Leaving your cart in the parking lot. Yeah. And this goes on to say, the article here said, it is not about leaving your cart in the middle of the parking lot, but just anywhere in general that is not the designated cart area. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think they're talking about you leave it in between where you park and the front door so no one can get by. This is just you bring the cart, Next to your car in the parking stall. And then you just drive away? And you just drive away yeah, where that's... your cart is pretty much parked in one of the spaces. That's just lack of effort. I do remember th- saying to myself, not that long ago, and I don't remember what store it was, geez, you could use some more cart corrals because it was kind of a long, it was a long way. Yeah. You know, yeah. most of the places anymore, there's just a ton of them and you, you know, you only got to walk a few feet. And then if you're not doing that, that's just 
Come on, man. Uh, on the outside looking in, pushing people's groceries on the conveyor belt to make room for yours. Hey, don't touch my stuff. Okay, so you grab that little divider and you kind of eh, slide it and you make room for your things on it. People do not like that. I don't like that. No, don't you don't like get that. to touch the stuff. Uh, just, that one's just... right in there with encroaching on anyone else's personal space. Yeah. They say this has gone up significantly in the last two years. I wonder why. Why? That is weird. None of us are uh, none of us are used to being close to people. We're anymore. a little bit more sensitive with the whole spacing out thing. Uh, people are bothered by parents who let their kids misbehave in the grocery store. That's a bad one. That made the list here as well. Don't These like are that. Others receiving votes. Uh, what was there? There was another one that made me chuckle. What about you? Oh. If you're in the dry, or if you're in the parking lot, I'm sorry, you get that last one here a second. But what if you're in the parking lot? You, you, Sean. Yes, sir. You, Slim Woodmore. Yep. And you have both children. Yep. And your wife was home because she didn't feel had a headache. Whatever. Yeah, maybe she's work. I, here's she's I've gone to the grocery store with my kid, and I'm sure it will happen with two when my wife comes back from maternity leave, where yep. she's working. Yep. And I need to take the kids. It's snowing. It's cold. Slim. It is blowing. It is. It's not nice. Yeah. You got the kids in the car seat. Are you taking the cart back? <laughs> Man, you really. One of your kids is screaming. I have the choice. This is one of those situations where you work on the radio every morning for many, many years. And you're faced with times where you either get to tell the truth or tell a lie. That's true. You get to do that. I take the cart back. <laughs> you said the kids are screaming, right? Uh, at least oh, one yeah, of them is yeah. screaming. Oh man, of course I'm taking the yeah. I'll take the cart back. Now, Jay. how long is it going to take you to take that cart back? Twenty five seconds. You don't. Although, if my kids are screaming, seventeen minutes. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. Wait a minute. The big <laughs> I forgot something in the store. What was the last one? I cut you off uh, before oh, you give a laugh. Not putting items back where they belong. Yeah, you that... grab you grab pepperoni and you realize you don't need it, and then you put it next to the eggs. Okay, yeah. 